tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. Yeah. <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Eddie. Welcome back, dear listeners, to our seventh annual THSP Thanksgiving special. That horror show podcast, Thanksgiving specials go hand in hand with the holiday traditions such as families and friends getting together to eat too much and drink too much, watch football, and go holiday and Christmas shopping. So thank you for welcoming us into your lives just for a little bit, dear listener. Tonight, as with tradition, we welcome back Dave Rodriguez for his annual special guest duties. That's right, I said duties! Tonight is a return to an extremely traditional Thanksgiving as we tackle the holiday flick Pilgrim from 2019 from the Into the Dark Horror Anthology television series on Hulu. We also have a brand new Kids Corner segment, so gobble gobble. Guys, how you doing tonight, Dave and Chris? Seven years? I mean, seven <laughs> years I've been doing this. This is your seventh? This is your seventh Thanksgiving special. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. God. Eight overall. And, and, and well, right, because because last year we did the Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right. just, just I don't to spice remember things. Why why did that happen? Just scheduling or it, it was scheduling remember. because we were um we were it, Tim and I were embarking on our um Empire Pictures um retrospective and it kind of just overwhelmed us. So we had to like really come up come up with something else besides Thanksgiving. Themes. So you pushed me out of my normal spot. Yeah, you, 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 left by the wayside. It was to for hitchhike. Right. It was for one. <laughs> it, you know what though? We brought you for a Christmas one, dude. So you know, you just mm. have to wait like you know a month. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well. Hey, Dave. That, that, yeah, it, it was true. Plus, we made up for it by having you review Santa Jaws. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was a rough one. I remember I remember watching it and I remember just clicking on the thing and being like, there's that much time left. <laughs> well, I remember I remember when I wrote the um the synopsis for the show, I said something like, um somebody decided to take put a Santa hat on a, on a shark and said, that's a movie. <laughs> and that's, that's the concept of Santa Jaws. But yes, but you brought Seriously. 
yeah, but you brought your A game to that though too. You know, if you, you go back and listen to that, that's great. So, <laughs> well, that's good because because today it's F game all the way, baby. <laughs> F game. <laughs> well, you you know what? Let you're gonna let Tim and myself decide how well you do on this one, and you know, and, our, and our listener. <laughs> yeah, and our listeners too. You know. Oh no! You said listener singular. So yes, I'm one it, person listening. Yes. Yes. Crickets. Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello? And he just left. <laughs> well, that's our audience level when we do these Thanksgiving retrospectives. <laughs> you guys keep asking me back, and apparently we have one listener. So I don't know. I mean, Better than nothing. You guys need to figure stuff out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. But then we get really lazy. We say, well, Thanksgiving's coming up. Do you think we should just bring Dave back? Oh, yeah, sure. He'll kill our... Uh, He'll kill our listener base, but it's good enough, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Just like, oh, this freaking guy again? Oh, God, he's and so annoying. And speaking of you, Dave, aren't you reworking uh, Fighting Words? Oh, Jesus. Oh, fighting, I mean, fighting Words. Fighting Words coming back. <laughs> Everything's coming back. <laughs> how, how like explosive diarrhea. I, <laughs> <laughs> how long you know was what? <laughs> to be to be honest with you, like I really do, you know, there there's uh that was a lot of fun. Like, you know, when when you know fighting words and sequel this and all of that, like it was a lot of fun. And actually, in all honesty, like I do give you guys like a ton of credit for continuing, you know, to make ep- episodes, churn out content. Cause it is tricky, you know, with life and everything, it is hard. Right. And mm-hmm. and as I know firsthand, it's it's tough. And and you know, that's why. You know, it was it was hard to keep fighting words going. You know, Kevin and I still talk all the time. Um, we actually were talking about Street Fighter Six because that came out, and I and I was able to help Kevin get into the beta and stuff. But you know, and and of course, Mark and I. I mean, we text a ton, and uh, you know, we're great. It's just you know, life gets in the way, and 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 it oh, is yeah. what it is. But but you guys have done you know an awesome job keeping this thing going, and and, and you know, in all honesty, it's it's pretty impressive. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Dave. Thank you. Yes, we we, we do it. We strive to do our best. <laughs> the bare minimum. So in other news, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> but you know, in all seriousness, though, have you have you thought about bringing back fighting words? I mean, like, have you just like? I guess what I'm trying to say is, have you ever? And I might have asked you this last year too. So, forgive yeah. me if it sounds like a broken record, but. You ever thought about getting back into doing another show? I mean, like your own show again? Uh, you know, I always leave the door open. I mean, I, I actually, I, I started um, a new job, uh, like probably two and a half months ago, and it's going really well. Everything's great. So my focus has kind of been on that, and my focus has kind of been on just, you know, yeah. getting mm-hmm. everything going or whatever, and 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 you know, just. You know, the kids, the kids are getting big and, and all of this, you know, hell, uh, my son is 16 and I'm teaching him how to drive. So oh, wow. figure that out. <laughs> Good know, luck. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that occupies my time, but, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I would definitely be open to something, but it would have to, it have to sort of fit within everything and the parameters and, 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 and whatnot. So, uh, you never say never, but right now, you know, yeah, my focus is on, you know, a lot of different things. So now let me ask this, do you ever plan to, um, have your uh, kids when they're a little older, listen to your, uh, podcasts that you did? 
Oh, dear God, no. Oh, dear God. We're burning the tapes. <laughs> you said tapes. Oh, well, here's the thing, though. They know who their father is. They know how I am. You know, we joke around and stuff like that. They know. I mean, they're, they, you know, we all laugh and have a great time. And what's really cool is because my son is 16 now, it's like I can talk to him on a different level. You know, I don't yeah. have to talk to him like he's a little kid. So it's, yeah, but it's still weird, you know. It's like, you know, there'll be a movie on and there'll be like a weird scene and I want to cover his eyes. And he's 16 and I got to remember. Oh, my like, God. He's, <laughs> he's an adult almost. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just a protective father in me. What do you want? So I want you to be the cool father who says, watch this scene. Come on. I, I am the cool dad. Oh, trust me. He comes to the house. He's like, dad, dad's got all the games and dad has arcade machines. And stuff. Like he loves it. He comes here. It's like, it's like, uh, like, a, like an arcade. He yeah. loves coming. Here. It's, it's so much fun, but you know. At the same time, there's certain. I'm still a parent, you know, and you still have that that parent thing. And it's your Tim basement, damn it! About. It's your basement, damn it! It's yours to play with. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is. No, he does. He he like monopolizes my sis. Like he'll sit on the PlayStation Five and he'll like monopolize it. And he'll be like sitting there playing Call of Duty. I'm like, dude, it's my turn. Get yep. out. <laughs> yep, you know, and he's just sitting there <laughs> running into the same you know. thing with Nate on my on my PS4, always on uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty. I'm like, dude, give it a rest. And then when I get down there, all my chargers are, all my controllers are dead. So I'm like, now I got to charge him. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's why the the secret is to have a controller, and you tell him, you, this is my controller. You can't touch this. <laughs> I have three controllers. I tell Anthony he can use two of them. But there's a red controller. That one's mine. And he just can't touch it. And I actually, I'm thinking about getting a camouflage controller, but then I won't be able to find it because it's too camouflage. <laughs> it's like, where'd it go? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. But but that's the that's the key. Get your own controller. You know, Chris, Chris isn't into games or, or has children yet, but <laughs> it's, it's that he knows of. For Tim. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm for Chris. <laughs> Yeah, I'm perfectly happy not being married yet or having any kids, so it's 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 good. <laughs> well, how how old are you now, uh, uh, Chris? You're in your mid thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty. I'm thirty eight. <laughs> oh, you're late thirty. I why did I think you were the same age as my brother? No, you're a little older than he is. He's thirty six. Oh wow! But is he married and he has kids? No, no. He well, he he was almost, but then that relationship fell apart, and now he's single as a dollar bill. And, and he probably uh... like, and he probably like wiped that brow off of his head and went, ooh, dodge that bullet. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's definitely he has his own place. He's actually buying a condo, and wow, he's he's, he's taking care of stuff. He's doing well at work. You know, everything yeah. else is good. It's just. He needs the personal life to kind of get going. So, right, so right. any single ladies in the listening audience, <laughs> my brother is is single and ready to mingle. No, I'm kidding. That would be that would be terrible. I'm, I'm like pawning him off. We can hey, we can have an episode that horror show podcast dating game starring my brother. Actually, you know what? I had this wonderful i well wonderful in, in my mind idea in which we all got together. But, you know, Dave, you'd bring your wife on the show and 
Tim would bring his wife on the show. Oh, and, I remember you saying something about yeah, that. It's yeah, like a Valentine's and, and, episode. And, and, and maybe Mark comes on and brings his wife on the show. And it's basically, it's it would basically be, you know, and I would sort of be the host because, you know, I, I'm, I don't have a wife or a girlfriend, but I would, the, the concept would be, we each watched a, a Valentine's themed horror movie or whatever it is. And the wifey would give her opinion on it. You know, okay. <laughs> hear, oh. hear her say, and then see if the the husband will defend her opinion or say no, I disagree. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, uh, Megan and I half the time we don't agree on the like. For instance, I'll give you a perfect example. Oh, we boy. watched uh, *Malignant*. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you guys both see that? I-, I saw it. I liked it a lot. I've heard. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, I- I've I've heard of it. So I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Megan liked the first half, but hated when the thing went like batshit crazy. I loved it when it batshit crazy. Absolutely <laughs> loved it when it went batshit crazy. So that's the thing. Like Megan doesn't like she's she likes horror and 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 she she's into like you know like kind of like that suspense and everything. Whereas I don't mind when shit goes crazy and goes off the rails. Like I think that's kind of cool. I prefer like, it. <laughs> Yeah, I was totally I really liked Malignant, but you know, she didn't and and we we argue or like totally different movie, but The Witch. Did you guys you know the Yes, movie, I, the saw, Witch? I saw The Witch, yeah. I yeah. really liked The Witch. I thought it was cool and it was a slow burn, whatever. She was bored to tears. She didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you like know? did you guys get into and I I'm I'm sure you didn't, but I'm just sort of throwing this out there. Did you guys get into a heated discussion about it or was it like like no, we we were talking about it because she's like, I can't believe you loved it. I'm like, I can't believe you hated it. You know, and, and, and then we're just going back and forth after the movie. And then I'm like, I'm going downstairs, and and that's it. You didn't fight about it. You didn't fight about it in front of in the dinner table in front of the kids. You know, it's... no, I I, I, didn't, I didn't think it got that deep. It was just, it was just sort of a. But isn't that odd though? Isn't that odd though? Well, because. You 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 think to yourself, well, okay, she didn't like it, and then suddenly you're well, getting into a little bit of a deep discussion about it, and it's like, why are we arguing about this? It's not like we're arguing about like you know, like one of us blowing money on something or whatever. It's it's just or, well, or whatever the hell. You're right. <laughs> See, the fun the funny thing is, is that it's like, like we're arguing about it, right? And I'm vehemently defending the movie, and she's you know saying why she didn't like it. And then all of a sudden it hits me. It's like, I didn't direct this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, who cares if she liked it or not? Like, my name's not James Wan. Like, I, don't, I didn't direct this. Why do I care? But like, you, if she well, didn't you, like it, she didn't like it. But you know what you should do? You should say, look, I didn't direct this movie. But looking at it through the director's you know, glasses, uh, I, I liked what the director did. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Well, and that was the thing. It was like it, 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 you know, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it does happen. And you know what? I, I want to go back to the, um, you know, dating game idea. Why don't we have the, the Chris Koenig dating game <laughs> on that no, no, podcast? I mean, no. why are we talking about like my, my brother or whatever? We need, we need to get Chris <laughs> set up. Well, yeah, we could do yeah. that. <laughs> but how, how, how will we approach that? Like, how do oh, you approach I, that? I, in the- I gotta be a guest on that show. I, don't <laughs> I know. I know you're gonna be a guest on that show. I'll, I'll, I'll write. I'll write a. I don't know why. I, I'll write a synopsis on the show. <laughs> I'll write a synopsis on you, Chris. <laughs> well, but I mean, but, but I mean, how do you get? 
it's not like see it, something like that would work if we actually got like callers and you know people writing in you know that would like you know that would comment you know there's a, okay, there's a show there's a show that my wife watches called love is blind and oh jesus here we go it's really stupid but i think in a podcast realm it could work because basically what it is is you can't see what the girl looks like, but you talk to her and then you figure out who you vibe with. Well, and that sounds almost like, you know, that sounds almost like Facebook dating. So, well, or Dave. Well, yeah, but you can see a picture. <laughs> yeah, but they can still, but it could still be a lie. Dave. You know what, Dave? I'm, Dave, I'm just going to give out Chris's phone number all over social media. But just give it out to all of oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, do go it. Ahead. Go ahead. I won't be responding to any of it. <laughs> but but before we, we move on, yeah, I, I was thinking of this. I told him this idea. Yeah. That, you know, we get, you know, you guys and Mark and his wife and your wives on and just, you know, I would just go, okay, so, you know, Tim and, you know, Christina, you know, you watched whatever, mm -hmm. you know, wow. -ray. yeah, yeah, <laughs> Christina, you go first. What did you think of the movie? And then, you know, Tim, what do you think? And then, you know, obviously they both give their differing opinions and then hey, like, that. Yeah. two snaps and rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same fucking thing. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of that living color skit. Yes. <laughs> I'm the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, if you, I mean, the trickiest part is getting the 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 wives to want to you know take the time because I think the wives are allergic to podcasting. Right, and, and the thing, <laughs> I mean, it's can you like, imagine? Can you imagine having sixteen voices on a podcast? I mean, that's like what the, that's your voice and six others. That's seven well, people. <laughs> we would go like in order, Tim. I'm not going to say okay. Uh, you're all here on the show. Discuss. <laughs> Chris, Chris would run a tight ship. Chris would be like, "Speak now, or forever hold your peace." <laughs> yeah, I would say that, too. and I would say, I would, I would definitely would say that. I would say, "Speak now, or speak now, or forever hold your peace." You know, which is what someone should have said when you guys were getting married. <laughs> just, just, you know, True. just be the smart. And then I'll be like, "Objection!" <laughs> Overruled. Like, and I go, you're in the wrong courtroom, Mr. Rodriguez. So, <laughs> but anyways, yes. So, um, Tim, what do you think? You think we should uh, deep dive into this uh, particular film we're going to be talking about? Well, first, how are you doing, Chris? Talk about the dating game. Chris, how are you doing? Oh, how am I doing? I'm doing just fine. I am totally stoked to do this this episode and hear Dave's opinion about this movie, which he is. I have to say before we even began recording, Dave was very cagey to me during show prep about uh, his opinions on it's this. Like, it's like, he's about to find out, but Chris is like a little kid on Christmas Eve <laughs> that has to open those presents. And can't wait. That extra night. Well, I'm, Christmas morning. I, I'm so used to Tim and I do this all the time. Before we start, we obviously like, do the audio recording test. Yeah. And before we start, we literally start asking each other about the movie. And there are times where, you know, we'll get into it and we think to ourselves, Hey, wait a minute. Shouldn't we be saving this for the show? We've already but, been talking yeah. for 25 minutes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But that, but, the, but you know, we're so into it. It's like, come on and start. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, and that's what Mark, Mark and I, 
early on, like we, cause we used to do that. And then we basically said, you know, I, I want to be surprised. Like, I don't yeah. want to know what you thought. I don't want to know what your, what your pitch is about. I don't want to know anything. I want to be surprised. And that just made it fun because it was like, it was like a fun little surprise when we're recording because sometimes that spontaneity is kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. know. And you're like, Oh, you know, not that I'm building this up. I mean, I told you this is an F effort. So um, <laughs> you know, we already went over that. <laughs> so. All right. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So Tim, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, you know, just like you said, I'm prepping for this uh, podcast, you know, uh, dealing with kids and, uh, yeah, just the day-to-day stuff. Uh, just like to give out Drinking a quick... Drinking his own pee. <laughs> no. You said dealing, dealing with kids. Now, you're not referring to Dave, are you? Uh, always. Well, he, he's a kid, yeah. Not the kid. A, a kid. <laughs> a kid, yeah, a kid. Not I my kid. kid. <laughs> are you <No>. sure, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I am not your father. <laughs> I heard stories, Tim. Tim, I've got your hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no dave's right dave's ready to do the dna test <laughs> everything everything we're going on maury Tim. you and me are going on maury you better hurry because he's retiring soon <laughs> going on maury povich and i have the results here and dave is <laughs> definitely <laughs> Your, Spanish. Not his father. <laughs> yeah, his son. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I like the, uh, I like the dramatic pause. That, that definitely works. Actually, I would probably go like, Dave, you have the results here, and it is definitely inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, but in other news, uh, because I didn't give you a pregnancy test, instead I gave you a, uh, or a DNA test, I accidentally gave you a COVID test. So you have COVID. Sorry. <laughs> well. I have no idea if he's your kid, but you have COVID. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and just to let you know, the paperwork does not lie. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that That's all. Swap my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, guys. Well, with that out of the way, let's head over to the Kids Corner with Nate, where he will be discussing a, a special from Disney Plus called Werewolf by Night from 2022. And then we'll roll that trailer for The Pilgrim. And then Dave will dazzle us with his Thanksgiving synopsis. We'll be back in a few, guys. Hi, I'm Nate, and welcome to Kids Corner with my dad, Tim. Hey, that's me. Uh, Kids Corner will cover family friendly films and TV shows. And maybe not so family friendly movies. <laughs> so, listen in. for themselves. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. But one of you is a monster masquerading as one of our own. 
I can't wait to find out what breed of evil you are. This is Kids Corner, and I'm Nate, and I'm joined by my father. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving, Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. So, Nate, what are we uh, reviewing tonight? We're going to be reviewing Werewolf by Night, a TV special. On? Disney+. Plus. All right. So, Nate, why don't we re read the fine synopsis and information uh, from... Wikipedia. From Wikipedia. All right. Take All right. it away, sir. Werewolf... Werewolf by Night is an American television special directed by Michael Garcino. I can't say We apologize for the butchering. Yeah. <laughs> My, Michael Gencino, I believe. Gencino. Or Gencino. Gencino. And written by Heather Quinn and Peter Cameron for the streaming services service Disney Plus. So it's not that scary <laughs> since it's on Disney Plus. Um, based Just some beheadings, that's all. Based on Mar based on the Marvel Comics featuring character of the same name, its first Marvel Studios special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, sharing continuity with the films and te television series of the franchise. This the special was produced by Marvel Studios and follows a secret group of monster hunters as they complete for a powerful relic while going up against a dangerous monster. Original Network Disney Plus. Original release October 7th, 2022. Take it away, sir. Okay, and I'm going to be uh, taking care of the plot. Um, so, following the death of Ulysses, Ulysses Blood, Bloodstone, five experienced monster hunters, including Jack Russell, are summoned by, by Ulysses', Ulysses widow, uh, Virtuous. I think that's how you like, say it. Like a wife. His okay. widow, his yes, his wife, Versuous, to Bloodstone Manor, where they are instructed to participate in a competitive hunt to determine their new leader, who will wield a powerful Bloodstone. Ulysses, estranged daughter Elsa, also arrives to compete for the to compete for the Bloodstone, despite Versuous warning uh, her against doing so. Yeah, she's kind of very mean to her daughter. I think it would have gotten <clears throat> passed down to her if she. Wasn't because she was absent a lot. Well, her mother thought she wasn't yeah. good enough. So yeah, um, and so the hunt begins in a large maze on the grounds of the manor with a captured monster that has been implanted, but with the bloodstone as a hunter's qu uh, quarry. Quarry, following a brief encounter with Elsa, Russell finds the monster Ted, Ted, a friend that Russell was searching for and intended to rescue, while S Elsa fights and kills one of the other hunters. Russell leaves Ted to carry out his escape plan and once again stumbles upon Elsa while she's hiding in a mausoleum. The two agree to work together to free Ted and obtain the bloodstone for Elsa. 
Ted kills another of the hunters, and Russell destroys the outer wall of the maze so they can escape. Ted flees into the forest after Elsa removes the bloodstone from him. However, the bloodstone reacts violently to Russell's touch, indicating that he is also a monster. As Versua and the remaining hunters arrive, Versua captures Russell and Elsa places them in a cage and uses the bloodstone to trigger Russell's transformation into his werewolf form. Instead of killing Elsa as uh, Versua intended, the werewolf escapes from the cage and slaughters Versua. A lot of her guards. Yes, only for uh, Verisa to subdue him using the bloodstone. Elsa also escapes. Killing two the remaining kill, and kills two remaining hunters and stops Versua from killing the werewolf. The dazed werewolf then attacks Elsa, but spares her upon recognizing her scent and then leaves the manor. A furious uh, Versua Verasa, I believe that's how. Versua. Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy name. Tries to shoot Elsa, but is incinerated by Ted. Who then <laughs> leaves to find uh, Russell, while Elsa takes possession of the manor and the bloodstone. The next day, Russell awakens in the forest in his human form with Ted watching over him and is pleased to learn that Elsa is safe. And that is the entire story of Werewolf by Night. It's uh, only like a 50 minute film. <clears throat> yeah, it's under an hour. Um, yeah, like an hour and, like, no, like a 50 minute, like 53 minutes, I think it was. It's, yeah, between 50 and 55 minute running time. And I want to say that I really dug the black and white aspect. Yeah. It, was a, it, it was shot much like uh, Universal Studios' old monster movies, much like the old... Like Frankenstein and Mummy. And, and yeah, uh, Frankenstein, Mummy, Dracula, all those wonderful old classic, classic movies from the early uh, 1950s, 19, I believe 1950s, yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's just amazing. They even get the font down right. The musical score is awesome. The acting and the story is really great. Um, I'd give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Okay, so Nathaniel, what was your top three favorite moments of the movie, of, of the special? Of the special, probably one would be when the werewolf slaughtered all the guards. And, um, and then... My second one is um where I forget the guy's name. I forget the guy's name. Um, Russell. Russell tells Elsa his name is Ted. Yes, he likes to be called by Ted. He goes by Ted. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. And we got another one. And then when Elsa was looking for Ted, um, he sees it. She sees one of the other hunters' head get disintegrated mm. by um. Ted. Um, Ted, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, it's really great. There's a lot of there's a lot of violence. It's done not in, too much blood and gore. No, the violence without the blood and gore. It was done in black and white. Um, uh, so it's it's rated TV, I believe, fourteen, which is the highest it goes on Disney Plus right yeah. now. I think. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Um, but yeah it's a it's a great it's a great little special it's really really neat um there's no really objectionable material other than the beheadings <laughs> and the incineration and there are some really cool things with um the bloodstone on the bloodstone and everything the entire thing is shot in black and white everything is black and white except for the bloodstone except for the bloodstone and then at the, at the very end of the uh they special turn it to color they turn it to color so it's a it's a it's shot in a classic monster style movie and i really dug it i two thumbs like nate said two thumbs up hey nate um, would you 
on a scale of one to ten, would you rate this? Uh, uh, ten being scary, one being not so scary. How would you rate this? One. Okay. Not so would you recommend this to any of your uh, fifth grade buddies? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you wouldn't think any of them would be scared, right? No. And even for younger kids, I don't think you'd be scared too much. Like mm -hmm. Gabby could probably watch it. Or... Yeah. And any um, you know, third grade and up, maybe probably be okay. Uh, yeah, probably like third grade. So anyway. That's uh, the long and short of Werewolf by Night. Right, yeah. um, really dug it. Check it out. It's on the Disney Plus Network. Um, Nate, you want to let the uh, dear listeners what they can expect from next episode? The next segment? Our Christmas episode? Oh, yeah. Sharknado. The original Sharknado. How yeah. many are there? Like seven? <laughs> too many. Way too many. So anyway, um, Nate, would you like to say again? What would you like to tell your dear listeners? Good night. Have a thing. Happy Thanksgiving. There you go. That's like All a right. pro. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. Good night. Good night. Take it away, my good man. All right, and we and you better bring uh, us plenty of humor, merriment, and myrrh. <laughs> always with the myrrh, Chris. <laughs> always with the myrrh. <laughs> what does myrrh mean? It means happiness, <laughs> joy. But doesn't merriment mean the same thing? Wait, doesn't merriment mean no. the same thing? It's just you know, it's just a fancy way to do it, Tim. Come on. No, MERS VD. It's a venereal disease. <laughs> Are you sure? Right, well, I guess you'd know, Dave. Well, I mean, you know, what do you want? I I have a past like anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Dark so next... times. Dark times, yeah. Chris. Dark times. Yeah, yeah. You told us about your stories about you having, you know, scurvy and the herp. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Did you come over on, on the? On the boat, Dave, <laughs> with the pilgrims. I've still got the eye patch and the peg leg. I got to put away. And Dave got very lonely. He got very lonely and decided to spend some time with the uh, with the fellow uh, travelers. <laughs> Dave, is your peg leg made of wood? <laughs> Arr, why don't you talk to my good eye? <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, all right, gentlemen. 
Here we go. So, I want to begin by quoting the opening lyrics to a powerful and influential tune. Mm. And I think as a result of this filming question, it is appropriate. <clears throat> I quote, The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I'll do you in the butt while you're <laughs> drinking sangria. <laughs> this comes from the master lyricist Huff and Dobek in their 2008 classic, Boats and Hose. <laughs> this is the segue... <laughs> this is the segue that I have chosen to discuss this year's Thanksgiving movie, Pilgrim. Now, I know what you're thinking. The Pilgrims had the first Thanksgiving at Plymouth Rock, and the three ships named in the song belonged to Columbus. However, <laughs> anytime one gets to quote lyrics from Boats and Hose, that opportunity needs to be jumped on. Plus, historical accuracy Better's not on that horror show podcast. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get into the film of my 80th year doing my <laughs> yearly visit. My math, my math might be wrong. Yeah, that's you're what doing, it feels like. You're doing dog ears, Dave. Yep. Stop it. <laughs> Pilgrim! <laughs> Hooray! Now. I was completely unaware of this film, which came out fairly recently. But to my surprise and delight, Daniel's wife in Cobra Kai is in this. <laughs> I love her in that show. And she isn't hard on the eyes either. I'd like to drum punch her for a few rounds. Uh, God. Well, that, that sexual euphemism did not work well at all. <laughs> Matter of fact... Matter of fact, that sounded awfully violent. So let's move forward amicably, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> We're off to a rip-roaring start. So, the movie begins with the family at a meal. You get to hear it from the daughter, Cody's perspective. So it sounds kind of like the Peanuts characters listening to their teacher. It's all muffled <laughs> and hard to distinguish. But the movie starts at her feet and pans up to her face. Odd choice to start a film with the first shot being a foot shot. Calm down, fellas. She has shoes on. No <laughs> foot picks to begin our pilgrim adventure. Pull up your pants, Tim. It's embarrassing. Up, <laughs> oh, Tim. It's awful. So, basically, there's Mrs. Cobra Kai, Cody, our hero father who literally is like a teenager fiddling with this phone and take the token cute kid <laughs> <laughs> they are at the table as a wonderful family well not really see cody isn't a big fan of mrs cobra kai as apparently she is the typical overbearing stepmother who is taking over the household and uh since the father's too busy with his stocks to notice that leaves Cody and Tate to suffer the consequences. So Queen Crane Kick's latest idea is to <laughs> sign the family up to have a Thanksgiving experience and a private harvest festival, courtesy of a group of pilgrim reenactors. Where does someone sign up for this? And in what universe does that sound fun? Nothing like breaking bread with Jedediah and his trusty mule to get the old juices flowing. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, 
Ezekiel. <laughs> Pass the gravy and stuffing. <laughs> I mean, if my wife came up with an idea such as this, I would seriously have to question her sanity and life choices. I mean, I don't want to eat a meal with a smelly pilgrim. They have to stink, right? I mean, Plymouth Rock wasn't known as a hotbed of hygiene, to my knowledge. Sorry, guys. Went on a tangent there. Time to lock back in. Well, Cody thinks this is idiotic, and rightfully so. Tate is just sitting there playing the Rudy Huxtable role of just being cute. And the father, Shane, could care less, as he's busy picking shitty stocks and losing money. (laughs) So at one point during the dinner... The kids break a wishbone with Cody getting the larger end. Her wish is for the Miyagi Madams Harvest Festival to go horribly wrong, which is, of course, foreshadowing for what is to come. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we find out that the family's neighbor, Anna, and her son, who has a haircut that looks like it would fit right in with kid and play, If a blind person cut his hair, ain't gonna hurt nobody. (laughs) And who is dating Cody? Uh, uh, And who is dating Cody? Are also going to participate in the Harvest Festival by having one of the pilgrims at their crib. Must have been like a sale. Buy one pilgrim, get one for 50% off. (laughs) Or, Or maybe you can buy lots of pilgrims for an affordable price. Like a giant Costco box of puffed wheat. Except instead of puffed wheat, you get pilgrims. Hooray for things. Uh, anywho, during the get-together at the old homestead, two pilgrims crash the party. Ethan and Patience, nice ironic name considering what occurs later in the movie, arrive early to start the festivities. Despite her surprise that they are, are early, Crane Kick Karen agrees to let Ethan stay and sends patience with Anna. It's like a loot bag prize for the attendees of the party, except instead of a slide whistle and candy, you get creepy pilgrims. (laughs) They come in speaking their crazy pilgrim talk and asking to pinch a loaf in their (laughs) chamber pot. (laughs) Ethan even calls Cody a firebrand. Which I don't know exactly what that means. I mean, does does he think she is hot and wants to have hot pilgrim sex with her? And what does hot pilgrim sex entail? Darkness and missionary with a side of cow manure? And belt buckles. Belt buckles too. Yes, <laughs> we don't know. And quite honestly, we don't want to know. Patience really doesn't say much and it's just the eye candy in her bonnet. Ready to churn some butter. (laughs) Well, at first, Ethan is quite the charming guy. Cody doesn't buy his whole shtick after he cock blocks her when she wants to get some (laughs) nookie with kid in play. But the rest of the family takes to him quickly. Telling voyage stories about a voyage you never took has that effect on people, I guess. (laughs) Plus, he seems to be all about appreciation for what one has. Can you say moral of the story? I can. (laughs) The next day, there's a random shed in the backyard. Ethan takes Tate out for some quality pilgrim bonding time. They discuss not eating poisonous berries with green stems. And Ethan regales Tate 
with the story of the dead crow and the bird. The moral of the story is, well, lost meat, I guess. I, I don't. <laughs> oh wait, no appreciation for what you have. That's right. Theme of the movie. <laughs> he tells Tate to run along and then stomps on the crow, which I believe causes him to orgasm. <laughs> Masturbation was so much simpler back then, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, Patience apparently poisons Anna and then churns bloody butter or something along those lines. Kid and Play comes home to see Patience giving the butter churner a good rogering and finds his mother dead. This leads to a slow-mo chase sequence, which makes no sense, and fades to black, as you would assume Patience, who has none, ended the house party for Kid and Play. Permanently. <laughs> Next thing you know, Patience comes to Cody's house, saying that Anna and Kid are missing. And since she is scared to stay there alone, can she stay with the main family? Well, of course they say yes, and the only one that is skeptical of the whole situation is Cody. You ever notice the rampant ignorance in these films? Like, there is overwhelming evidence that these people are batshit crazy, and yet the family <laughs> is like, these are nice people, and they're just eccentric. Yeah, it, it's, real quick, it's interesting you do mention that, too. It's like, we, the audience, know there's something not right, but for some reason, well, we know why, it's the writing. But, at any rate, the main characters are, like, trying to go along with it, and they just completely seem like they're clueless as to you know, this weird pilgrim reenactors are acting a little too weird for their own good. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, like gremlins dipped in a vat of water, the pilgrims multiply as more show up uninvited <laughs> to hang out. It's a veritable pilgrim posse with such <laughs> luminaries as old pilgrim, fat pilgrim, and haggard pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> Gang's all here, folks. <laughs> don't forget so about builder start... pilgrim <laughs> yes well that 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 is also i believe that's fat pilgrim <laughs> yes yeah. i think he was building stuff too in between eating <laughs> um so they start building things out of wood because that's what pilgrims do apparently is whittle and woodwork in the kitchen everyone is wondering where tate is because of course he's missing but just like the fact that there are 8,000 pilgrims in their house, they don't find their son missing odd either. Cue <laughs> Cody going to the boyfriend's house to try and debunk Patience, Patience's extremely plausible story of they went away. Well, <laughs> sure enough, Cody finds Kid and Play's corpse as it falls out of the closet. She cries and runs home. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the house, apparently they are out of rosemary. God forbid! <laughs> the, parents, the parents are finally starting to get concerned. These people are as sharp as a poopy flavored lollipop, I tell you. Anyway, <laughs> they are met with the response, it's only Thanksgiving, and they black out. They wake up in stocks because why not? I love how the ancillary pilgrims were building instruments of torture, such as stocks, and no one noticed or found it odd. I guess, they thought, I, mean, I, I guess they thought they were on Extreme Home Makeover Pilgrim Edition. <laughs> that You know what, though? That would have been great if there was a scene where someone from 
Extreme Makeover was there asking them, so what do you have here? Oh, we have an ancient pilgrim stock that we built from scratch, and it looks authentic. And it's like, Yeah, it's not weird at all. Yeah, not weird. <laughs> We're getting ready for the feast. Come on. Right. <laughs> come on. Come on. What do you think? <laughs> it's only Thanksgiving. What are you afraid of? <laughs> so uh, Ethan proceeds to yell at them. Uh, that they don't appreciate anything and then proceeds to whip dirty Shane as he has a spit in his mouth. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's bitchy LaRusso's turn and she gets a hot poker brand to remind her of the fun time with the pilgrims. Hardly knew her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cody comes back to the house to find the pilgrims gone. Her father and stepmom in stocks. Nothing odd here. She frees the parents as the fat Pilgrim attacks them. They start kicking the shit out of him as the fat pilgrim is kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's also hard all... to kill, too. <laughs> right. Well, they all grab hammers and one grabs a spoon for comedic effect. <laughs> and they and they hit the shit out of him. Uh, they think that they are free, but the other pilgrims find them, and patience once again lives up to her name by murdering Shane with an axe. <laughs> Well, now Mama Kai and Cody are tied up again, but Cody is fastened to the dunk tank from hell. <laughs> they, they proceed to dunk Cody in the water while Payne's bitch slaps Mama. Ethan is yelling about Cody finally appreciating her life, to which after being dunked 900 times into the water and almost drowning is pretty easy to do. So finally, Cody tells Ethan what he wants to hear and they stop dunking her. Well, nothing works up an appetite like wanton torture, so it's done me. With Ethan, with Ethan exclaiming, "You best get to Shucky!" Referring to the corn that can't shuck itself, in preparation for the feast. Cody is Cody is preparing the berries, but if you have an eagle eye, which I do, notice that some of the berries she slipped in have the green stem. Clever girl. (laughs) Cody then stabs Patience in the head, but apparently it's a mere flesh wound as Patience (laughs) angrily removes the stabbing instrument and proceeds to catch Cody. And they are tied up for a third time. Seeing a theme? So, in a move that I saw coming from a mile away, Ethan and the Plymouth Rock Mafia reveal (laughs) that they are going to eat Shane's head and ribcage. Apparently, (laughs) pilgrims are cannibals too. Delicious! (laughs) As they disgustingly devour Papa Cody, our two heroes watch in horror. But then... One of the pilgrims gets sick and starts to violently convulse, which leads to them all all doing so. Dret, foiled again by that resourceful Cody and her knowledge of poisonous berries. (laughs) She's like a culinary MacGyver. (laughs) As, As Ethan and Patience, once again, how is she still alive? make themselves vomit in a slow-motion sequence to awful music in a sequence that makes you wonder if the director ate some of those Dr. Berries himself. (laughs) Our our heroes are freed by Dirty Tate and proceed to attack Patience and Ethan. 
Wax on, wax off, it's attacked by patience <laughs> as she wields Shane's head like a mace. Pretty amazing weapon you got there. But Paint Defense gets the upper hand and stabs patience, finally killing her good. Girl is tougher than a $2 steak, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan stumbles outside as the three remaining family members surround him. They proceed to brand him with a hot poker. Payback's a bitch! <laughs> then, Cody picks up an axe, says happy Thanksgiving, all tough-like, and decapitates Ethan. Ethan, ending the Pilgrim's reign of terror and the film. <laughs> so, my thoughts on the film. It was definitely the best one that you two bastards have made me watch over the years. <laughs> but that's like being the least smelly turd in the toilet bowl. Oh, Not a God. huge achievement. <laughs> Not a huge achievement. Wait, wait, wait. D Dave, Dave. So this was better than Christy from two years ago? Yeah. No, I, I actually liked Christy better. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, come on, dude. You know, don't, okay. don't, don't so, pull around us, okay? <laughs> so, so it's not a huge achievement, but I thought the movie was all right. Mm -hmm. Not great by any means, but nothing I would seek out to watch again. Nothing that I would seek out to watch again firmly in the meh category. Mm. So that, my friends, is my synopsis of Pilgrim. Happy Thanksgiving to all and to all a good day. <laughs> Wow, bravo, 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 bravo. bravo. Golf clap, clap golf yes, clap, sir. golf clap. I mean, you know, Dave, every time you come on here and you do your synopsis, I, I, I feel like we should just stop the show right now. <laughs> I think we just covered everything. <laughs> but, uh, no, really, though. I mean, every time, every time I tell Tim this, I go, and you better let Dave know he needs to bring the funny with the synopsis. He really needs to bring it, and he, and you always do. So, really, that is that was a great synopsis. That next, well, up, next year my synopsis is going to be like a Schindler's List. It's going to be very, oh very, God. very somber. It's going to be very somber. It's going to be black and white. It's going to be sad. So, but something tells me you're not going to commit to the bit. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a promise that I don't think you'll be able to keep. So, <laughs> well, so, um, but yeah, no, thank you guys. Yeah, it was, it was, it was actually, honestly, it was easier than I thought it would be because like I, when I was watching it, I was like, this isn't terrible. This is okay. Right. It's stupid at parts, but it's decent. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? But then when I when I sort of took notes and said, I was like, I could still do something with this. And actually, yeah. it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. I thought this was going to be like uh, like difficult, but it wasn't. And believe it or not, Megan liked this movie more than I did. So really? I, I didn't want to <laughs> spoil it. I didn't want to spoil it till I was done, you know, because I know we were talking about that prior. But yeah, mm -hmm. she was like, oh, that was creepy when like she was being dunked and stuff. And I was laughing. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, we're not going to deep dive too too deep into this movie, but um, yeah, I, it's not, you know, okay, so I watched this yesterday and I sent Tim a, a text and I said, you know, on a technical level, it's not badly shot. It's pretty well edited. You know, the, the performances in front of the camera are, are, are pretty decent. It's big flaw, though, is the setup and the story, because um, and I posed this question to Tim. I said, Tim, who are these 
people that are like right. pilgrim reenactments because it's like you know the mother said that you know she, she got them involved in this thing and suddenly these two main pilgrim reenactors uh ethan and and patience they they show up like two days before the the actual event and then and of course i was thinking to myself "Ooh, well that's pretty like i guess they're a bunch of crazy people maybe uh, asylum inmates that escaped from somewhere and then and then later on oh, oh no i should say and then the next day um Ethan is able to build an outside um, uh, cabin recreation by their pool in like right. a day, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, He's out of very nowhere, talented. I know, and then out, of, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, the other pilgrims show up, and they're immediately they they like within a day or two have immediately built all this elaborate pilgrim style, you know, stuff like that big dunking thing that they use in the pool. Right. So I'm sitting there going to myself, okay, so maybe they're not escapees from from an asylum. Maybe they're evil spirits that have managed to do these things very quickly. And then when we get to the ending, we never really figure out who they really are. You know, I, I was, you know, getting back to what you're saying about how, you know, the if there were mental uh, mental patients escaping from some sort of supernatural thing, when they when she broke the wishbone and she got her wish, I kept thinking something along the lines of maybe something like Krampus, where the kid, you yeah. know, uh, threw out the letter, you know, and rolled up the letter, and you know, now it's wreaking havoc on his family and whatever. But it, it's there's no clear cut one way or the other kind of thing, and like. My, and I kept thinking, like, all this violence, and even the um, one of the characters, the father's, father's character says, like, somebody will hear us. And he goes, I want everyone to hear. I'm like, you think the neighbors or someone would call <laughs> if yeah. you see a bunch of shit going down, like pilgrims and stockades being built and I goddamn right. know everything else. Well, well, at the end, when Cody decapitates Ethan, Ethan says he did it because of the wish that she made. Now, I thought right. when he said that, suddenly it was going to be like her having the realization that this is what she wished for. She wished for this whole thing to go to shit, basically. Right, right. Because she can't stand her stepmother. And I thought maybe that would have been a realization and maybe something would have happened. And then, like, you know, maybe she, you know, it turns out none of this was really going on. It was all a bad dream or whatever. But no, it, it doesn't stick to any landing, actually. But that's the problem with the movie I had was like, well, so basically... All this shit happened because, you know, like there's no ex- there's no explanation why these guys are able to build all this shit in the day and mm-hmm. how they got there or, you know, like we know what their purpose is, but they it, it none of it really just comes together. It feels like everything just happens. Right. Well, and, well, I'll tell you this. The uh, this movie does like what it tries to do is. It's like what you don't know is scary. So they basically want to make these pilgrims like, okay, we don't know where they came from. We don't know what their backstory is. We don't know anything about them other Mm -hmm. than the stupid voyage stories that Ethan keeps telling. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. to me, it's like, okay, that works to an extent in certain movies. But in this one, I think it would have made it even better had they had you know, just something of a backstory. You know, this was almost trying to make these people be like, like, you know, the movie, The Strangers, 
yeah. where yeah. you don't know anything about those three. Like they're just psychotic and you don't know anything about them and whatever. But that one, it was much more effective because you really didn't like the characters didn't talk very much. They talked a little bit and it was just they were just sort of omnipresent monsters. Whereas in this movie, they almost wanted you to get to know Ethan. And mm-hmm. so that made it almost like in giving Ethan that much dialogue, it's almost like you had to give him some sort of a backstory. Yeah. And the other problem is, is that, you know, it's the the movie is slightly predictable. I mean, once when they show up like the day or two before and the way how they act, it's like, OK, we know something sinister is going on here. There is no there's obviously there's no subtlety whatsoever but still it's like okay there's going to be a payoff here in regards to why they're here and how how they're here but it never happens and and i feel like that's the problem with the movie is like so what is it what are they are they evil malignant spirits or are they escapees from a mental institution that somehow managed to kill off the original uh, pilgrim reenactors, and then yeah. I think they're just a bunch of fun-loving people. Oh you know what? <laughs> you know what? The most pressing question in my mind was: Is what is the homeowners association going to say about all this crap that's going on with all the shit yeah, in their exactly. backyard? Did they get a permit for any of that shit? Well, the other thing, though, do, do you remember when the mother talked about how she? She read reviews on Yelp or whatever it was. Right. They were all like four-star reviews. Right. For these people, and I'm like. What, the people that they killed or what? Well, I, well yeah, I, but, 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 but if you but if you remember the very beginning where they're talking about and the, they they show like clips of like family you know family's dead you know family's missing blah 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 all this stuff and then then it goes into this oh yeah she's read a bunch of uh, four star reviews on you know whatever social media and I'm like okay so sure patience is very very good with Yelp. Okay. <laughs> oh, Dave, 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 Dave. Why I have you here? <laughs> We've got your next movie all lined up for you for next year, Buckaroo. Oh no! B- buckle in. You realize by telling me a year in advance <laughs> that I have a year to find something to do. Yes, <laughs> but you're not going to. You're, you're not going to. Back. You're a glutton for punishment. You're going to come back. I've, I've, I've got the crumb de la crumb for you, buddy. And actually, Mark sent me this text. Uh, he goes this year, for this year's Thanksgiving episode, and I told him no, we were doing Pilgrims, but it's called Amity, Amityville Thanksgiving. Oh, it's- he told me about that. <laughs> he actually said that's the movie he wanted to go with, and he was disappointed that we were going with this one because it wasn't at that bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, but now, but now that you actually had no problem with this movie, Dave, you know what? Amityville Thanksgiving, it is next year. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Thinking my, my cat needs to be mowed in a year. Thinking that that needs to occur. You keep saying that, Dave, but it never happens. You always come back on. You always come, you always come back. That's because Tim, Tim gives me the puppy dog eyes. Tim's I'm, like, I'm, I'm very persuasive. I'm very persuasive. But Dave, yeah, he's like, come on! But you're always like, I'm not coming back. And then guess what happens every Thanksgiving episode? You come back. You always come back. You know what it is? It's because uh, Tim chloroforms me. And then all of a sudden I come to and I've got just a headset. And Skype is in front of me. I'm like, the fuck is going on? Oh. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, so um, 
And um, the other problem I have with this movie is like the whole backstory involving Cody and the stepmother and her, you know the father because it turns out that the the previous mother left you know the fought fa- you know the father but I don't recall do we ever figure out why that happened like no what they, the reason was they gloss over it I mean you can tell that it was just sort of something that they kind of threw in there they wanted to have this kind of conflict between cody and and the stepmother just so that you know there can be some sort of like resolution at the end where they work together you know and they sort of come together yeah but yeah i i just yeah it just all of that sort of seemed tacked on it just sort of seemed like the the whoever wrote the movie and made the movie they just kind of wanted to get to the to the pilgrims and 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 wanted to get to like the the, the vomiting stuff. the vomiting yes and the yelling. yeah, yeah. I mean, well and and that was the other like i i referenced it uh, in you know my synopsis some of the slow motion shots were just really weird yeah. some of the i mean there was a couple like you like you said chris it was competently shot i'm not yeah. sitting here saying it wasn't but there were some odd choices that they yeah. made that were weird Right. I mean, mechanically speaking, on a technical level, it, it hits all the right notes. The thing that it's missing is an interesting story. I mean, it, it's got interesting ideas. You know, but it's like they they kind of like it's like they're only focused on the concept of the pilgrims, which, you know, obviously that's what it's about. But I mean, they like I said, they gloss over the whole, you know, Cody and uh, whatever happened to her real mom thing. And then um we don't know who these people are like what what are they exactly and how they're able to do these things and then um and then like what's the deal with the father i mean what like it's funny he's he's constantly on his phone looking at the stock options that he's working on but like what does he really do for a living i think he's i think he's a day trader day trader yeah damn it dave get out of my mind (laughs) <laughs> but, but the way how they portray him, he's like, all he does is sits, drinks occasionally, and he's on his phone. And it's like... But he's like horrific at it, because did you see, they show like a clip of his phone and everything is down. Yeah. Like all the yeah. shit is down. So like, he's, he's not, awful. Like, I know, he's not that successful. And it's like, how's he able to he's afford a shitty day trade. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's a nice house. What the fuck mm. is he doing? And <laughs> apparently he makes enough money to send his daughter to school at $64,000 a year pop. No, I heard that too. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. If this, what does this dude do? Well, I mean, he's yeah, like, yes. And, uh, like GameStop. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the writer is just like, okay, we'll just throw that in there. And it's like, okay, but, you know, he's not really like doing anything. Like he's, he's just looking at his phone. Like, that doesn't matter. And it's like, come on. And then um, the other thing is that, is this movie really supposed to be a horror movie or a comedy or a combination of the two? I think it's a, it's a there are moments where like, do you remember the scene where the, when they, when the mother is fighting uh, patients that she falls back on the table and then she uses her dead decapitated husband's head to yeah. knock her and the knock patients on the head and patients goes flying out the window. And then you get that oh, weird. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> but then you, get that, you get that weird shot of the young kid Tate, like nervously putting his, sum up like yeah you go mom and it's like what what's going on here is it supposed yeah. to be that funny or what i don't know it is it's 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 a it's a horror comedy i mean i yeah. think i yeah, think the movie realizes 
but that's the thing is that tonally it doesn't embrace either side. So it's like you can be sort of in the middle, but I think you have to sort of embrace what you are. And I think that that was one of the biggest issues with this movie was it didn't really embrace either side. It it almost yeah. was like trying to be serious, but then it had these moments of comedy just mm-hmm. kind of shoehorned in yeah. and it didn't really know what it wanted to be. Yeah, it's like the filmmakers got lost a little bit of confidence. They're like, well, we got, you know, this idea is just too absurd for its own good. Why don't we just inject a couple of moments of humor into it? And it's like, well, if you did it throughout the whole movie, I would have cut you a lot of slack. But, uh, you know, <laughs> sounds like they didn't have much confidence in their materials. No, I, I, I you know, there, there, there are different um things of horror comedies. I think it's a dark horror comedy. So it's not like a, like a Tucker, Tucker and Dale versus evil kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, like, yeah, a dark comedy. Right. I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think, I, I think for the idea of this movie, it doesn't really cohere very well. No, no. Cause it's, I, I mean, like I said, it, you get those little moments. Right. And they're, in, and they're interesting, but it's like, then again, you know, you have these dumb parents that just, stupidly let these people in and you know they're taking it so seriously in terms of like there's something wrong no there's nothing wrong honey what are you talking about they're just doing normal stuff they're they're reenactors and it's mm-hmm. like well <laughs> we know they're weird from like the first scene when they walk in mm-hmm. you know it's like what dave said exactly. in the synopsis it's like how is how is it that we the audience know this but they don't <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because it's what they want to see, like especially yeah. when it comes to uh, not patience, and when it comes to um, the the wife, she wants to believe because she ordered she she wants so badly for her family to be thankful for each other and go back to some sort of normalcy. I guess I I, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it, she she glosses over things like especially when when uh patient not patience when the the daughter comes home and they're changing not the light bulbs to like. You know, candles, <laughs> like just for yeah. just for shits and giggles, I'm like just for fun. I'm like that seems kind of odd, but yeah, at that okay. point you right. just kind of roll with we'll it. Go with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or you know, or or even inconsistencies like Ethan and Patience, you know, are so into their roles of playing the pilgrims that you know they they seem to re- you know they they they're trying to reject any of the outside modern you know, terminologies. Right. But there's a moment later on in the movie where Patience says to one of the characters, yeah, we're out of Rosemary. You think you could probably go to the store and get some? And I'm like, okay, I don't think there was stores back then. That, right. Uh, but, uh, it, it, right. It, it, it's funny that she said that because, you know, just like 10 minutes earlier, they're talking about picking berries from, you know, well, where'd you find yeah. berries? And then they think, well, where'd you find berries? Like, well, one must know where to look and blah, blah, blah. Or the, 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 the forest. Right. Oh my they God. did. They were at Costco. They got the <laughs> <Yeah>. berries. <laughs> but, so they purposely went and bought the green one, the green poisonous ones. <laughs> yeah, they had they had a sale on poisonous berries. <laughs> I will say I love the shot where Ethan is like eating the cranberry sauce, and he just looks like he's just reveling in it. <laughs> he takes it and he just he, he, he's got that evil smirk on his face. <laughs> but what does he yell the pay? What do you what do you what does he yell the patience about like? Uh, uh, says something about thy make yourself throw up kind of thing. Patience, evacuate yourself. <laughs> evacuate yourself. Patience. 
I want to. <laughs> yeah, when he said that, I was like, wait, what? And then they're like, oh, okay, I get it. But, I mean, but, like, you, know, you know, she's been stabbed in a temple with like some sort of like knife. Or, it was an ice pick. Yeah, ice she pick. got stabbed in the head with an ice pick. And yet somehow yeah, she made it's, it's, it. Not, it, it, not, it, it, not it, even. It the temple, the temple, skull. the temple, yeah. the temple. I mean, her hand took some of the brunt, but Jesus Christ, that's an ice pick. It went right through. And, she, and that's uh, what I meant when I also said, like, so are they like evil malignant spirits or something? Because she, she, And she's okay. Yeah, she's okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's tougher than a $2 right, steak, yes. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I will agree. It's not a bad movie, but it's just, it. It's it's one of those like I said it's one of those movies where it's technically competent but when you like really watch it it's so empty you know it's so empty in terms of its story and it's 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 script it's literally one of those it's so well made but they forgot the concept of the script and then they had the script but it wasn't perfect or at least it wasn't good enough but they just said well you know it's the means to an end we'll figure it out when we make it and it's like well that kind of works if you got someone that's really into it. And I don't. I don't think they were into it as much, you know. So yeah, I don't know. It was it, fine. It was fine. It yeah, was it, it's fine. There. It's not. It's not great, but it's not like. I don't think. I, I don't think any of us are going to be revisiting this movie anytime soon again. No, <laughs> actually, I revisited this movie. This is the. What's it? The, I, I watched it the first time when it first came out in 2019. I'm like, oh, this might be something good to watch. You know, for Dave to you know suffer through. Um, <laughs> and, and then I kind of forgotten about it for a while. Uh, and then I'm like, oh shit, we should really go back and do because I'm looking looking for Thanksgiving movies again. I'm like, crap, do we do the feast or, or no? Maybe maybe another time. And then we did this one, and now we got next year's already signed up. So maybe in three years we'll do the other one. I don't know. <laughs> now before we wrap this up, now. What I noticed when I first watched this is that it's part of this series called Into the Dark. Yeah. Which was done for Hulu in association with Jason Blum and Blumhouse right. Pictures. So I was looking on online and I did a quick Wikipedia search, which just shows how dedicated I was to this. Um, there's like a bunch of other, yep. you know, like these are these are basically a TV series, but they're made into like feature, feature length movies yep. for, for, for yeah for for different yeah. holidays uh, for different they have a they have a halloween one and a oh they have a valentine's day one they have a bunch of different ones huh. it, it ran for two seasons I don't, I don't think they're still producing them anymore but there's there's no. quite but there's quite there's quite a few of them and uh, uh some of them are, are, are pretty entertaining um so yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely something we could definitely use in the future for uh, another couple episodes for other yeah, yeah. holiday fare. <laughs> well, I hope the rest of them are good, better than this. Hopefully, <laughs> no. Some of them, are, some of them are pretty decent. I, I, I've, I've enjoyed them. They vary. They vary in quality. No, they vary in quality. They're like... all shit. <laughs> oh, David. Oh, <laughs> uh, when, when one needs the truth to be told, you just call Dave Rodriguez and he'll tell it to you. Out, out, out of the mouth of babes. <laughs> sometimes you just got to lay the hammer down. Sometimes you got to let them know. Yeah, well, that's that's what we love about you, Dave. You just, you're a bullshitter, but when it comes to this, you pretty much say, nope, 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 not for the time. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm about as subtle as a kick to the face. <laughs> Okay, so gentlemen, final verdict. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Dave. Thumbs sideways. 
<laughs> I think that's the best thing I can say. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just sort of there. So thumb sideways. It, All right. it, was, it was fine. Christopher? Yeah, thumb sideways on my end, too. I, mean, like, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. But, I mean, I guess I could say that the great thing about this is that we didn't the movie was decently made that we didn't have to really suffer through it as much as say some of the other stuff we've seen, but all in all, I, I gotta be honest, I was kind of hoping it would be terrible. So we would have more to say about it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, but, <laughs> and my verdict, uh, again, thumb sideways. It's, it was all right. Again, like you guys don't need to see a chance. Don't need to see another chance reason to really re- revisit this even for next, uh, Thanksgiving, but it I mean, was, it was, it, it, it was, was fine. No, it was, yeah, it was no home sweet home. It was oh, no, Jesus. it was no thanks killing or thanks killing part three. It was mm. no Santa Jaws. Yeah, I know that was Christmas, <laughs> but whatever. Um, this definitely was, was better no, than Santa Jaws. <laughs> yeah, it was no blood. Uh, what was that one we keep forgetting about? The one, oh, the one cranberry uh, uh, sauce. Yes. Blood rage. But, blood uh, rage. Blood yeah. rage. Blood rage. Blood rage. Blood rage. Yeah, I kept wanting to say blood, blood feast. Rage. It's not blood feast, but yeah, it's blood yeah, rage. No, no. But so basically, yeah, it, it, it Pilgrim is none of those movies, but then at the same time, we kind of wished it was. <laughs> yes. So guys, do you have anything else you'd like to add, Dave? Chris? Uh you know, follow me on socials. Look for my new podcast. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> no um no just uh <laughs> thank you guys for having me on uh i i i was a little uh i was a little apprehensive i'm gonna be a little rusty i haven't done this in a little bit but this was fun Whoa, i you, had a really good time dude, it sounds like you know you were just on a year ago <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. No, you, 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 you were in total yeah. fine form. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you knocked it out of the park again, sir. You knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So, well, thank you, gentlemen. I uh, hope you guys, uh, you two, and everybody out there has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Spend time with the fam. Enjoy. Eat lots of food. And uh, yeah, get a stomachache. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and okay. you know what, Dave? Make sure you get best to shucking. Best best to shucking. You have you have nothing to fear. It's just Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. Well, that does it for us for this month. Dave, we are ever so grateful you for stopping by and hanging out with us. We truly do love having you come back year after year, season after season. So as for our season finale and our Christmas episode, we'll be covering the horror comedy Black Friday starring Bruce Campbell from 2021. So get ready for that. So for our special guests, David Rodriguez and Christopher Kennedy, I'm Tim Kaza. Happy Thanksgiving and have a great holiday. And we'll chat again real soon. Good night. Thank Thank you for for listening listening to that that horror show podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Is your mom there? No, I'm home alone. Well, you won a prize. What's your address? Uh, 42 Oak Street. Hey, Roblox, some stranger's bringing me a prize. A stranger, huh? All he wanted to bring you was trouble. Remember, never tell anyone you're home alone and never give anyone your address. I'll say mom can't come to the phone. Smart thinking. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe!